0: today. I'm Walt Deason, here with Alex King. Today is Thursday, the 21st, 2020, 4 p.m. New York time. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And our friend Dan Manguina is taking the day off, but he will be back next week. In the meantime, we've got the Alex's beautiful blue hair and with the little pink highlights. and. Be here and uh, admiring her unicorn headphones and how you doing, Alex?
1: I'm doing
2: good. Did you know yesterday my uh, mother-in-law gave me a unicorn mask?
0: Really? Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. Very nice. Yeah.
2: Do anything unicorn? She'll just pick it up for me just because it is.
0: That, that's the kind of aunt to have. Yeah. Did looks- I
2: tell you what I got for Easter? No. What? Uh, unicorn poop.
0: Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> no, it was.
2: It's white chocolate. Sheetal delivery. We're all online. Thank,
0: Thank
2: you. <laughs> Ooh, ice and everything. Door
0: to door delivery. Door to door delivery on. service. Yeah. Aren't I lucky? I tell you. Yeah, be kind to him. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, so it was white chocolate in, in the shape of the poop emoji with with sprinkles.
0: It's almost more than I want to know, but I'll listen I'll to that <laughs> one. <laughs>
2: It was delicious anyway. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) Even that's a little bit more than what what I wanted to (laughs) know. So anyway, I thought I'd start off today's show um, sharing a post. I mean, first of all, I I hope you don't fall off your chair because I actually spent time and posted on Facebook. I know that's not my normal behavior pattern. And posted? And posted. Did both, yeah. I Spent was time able, and posted. Wow. Like more than five minutes. This was, a, <gasps> this was an extended stay. Whoa.
2: You going to buy a timeshare next? What's up? <laughs> <right>. No
0: kidding.
2: <laughs> Facebook timeshares.
0: <laughs> what had happened was that there had been a, a sort of a kerfuffle yesterday. Um, somebody had posted something. The admin had removed it, and they all got upset. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people got upset. So there was a big you know tug of war going on. Mm. And I posted in response to that and it led me to think about something else to write about today because it kind of came mm. in and I liked it. I liked what I wrote. Other people have been liking it too. I've been getting good responses. So I figured why not start off the show by reading that and that can become our topic for the day. Okay. Sounds good. So here goes. Um, it's entitled, My Happiness is Not Dependent Upon Your Thoughts, Feelings, or Behaviors.
2: <gasps> that was almost my subject for the day. Was it really? Yeah, it was more of the on lines of, like, how are you respecting yourself or how are you allowing other people to respect you?
0: Well, you're going to like the second line then. Because the second line is, my happiness is dependent upon my thoughts, feelings, or behaviors.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us go.
2: <laughs> Hashtag great minds think alike.
0: There you go. So anyway, here's what I wrote. These truths seem so obvious, don't they? And yet, it's absolutely amazing how often we forget them. In personal relationships, many of us forget them every day. How many times yesterday did you wish that someone else would behave differently toward you so that, that you could feel better? We also forget about them in work relationships. How often do we get all worked up when a coworker behaves in a way toward us that we don't like? And yet, in getting all worked up, we make our happiness dependent upon them. Discussions often have the same issue, like here on Facebook. Yesterday's discussion about a removed post was a case in point. Some people declared that their happiness was dependent upon whether other people discussed a particular topic. Mm. This phenomenon also happens all the time, dare I say it, in the world of politics. Liberals, for instance, get all worked up about how horrible climate change is and how everyone has a moral duty to, to join the struggle against climate change. And similarly, conservatives, in another instance, get all worked up about how horrible gay marriage is and how everyone has a moral duty to join the struggle against gay marriage And in both cases, whether liberal or conservative, people get themselves into a state about how other people think, feel, and behave. And in doing so, they give away their own power and they abandon their own core strength. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why it is we get more of the things we oppose. (laughs) Climate change campaigners find themselves with more and more instances of climate change every day. Gay marriage bashers find themselves more and more confronted with gay relationships every day. Mm -hmm. But what would happen if we took What a friend of mine, by the way, that friend is Cindy Chavez, (laughs) calls radical responsibility for our own happiness. What would happen if we decided that our happiness was solely dependent upon our own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors? When someone we're close to behaves in a way we don't like, instead of pushing back at the behavior we don't like, what would happen if we were to emphasize the behavior that we do like? What if we chose to only respond with what we do like without any worry about what they like, and without trying in any way to change or challenge what they like. Well, what would happen is we'd be much, much happier. When the coworker says something we don't like, instead of responding to it by pushing back at it, we could choose a different response that essentially emphasizes what we like instead. And we could openly take ownership of the fact that we like it and that we don't expect others to like the same thing in order for us to be happy with it. Wouldn't that be radical? (laughs) It wouldn't just be radical. It would be a much higher vibration. Mm -hmm. What would happen if the liberal, instead of focusing on what he doesn't like about climate change, focused instead on the fact that he likes clean air, clean water, electric cars, and all the good feeling stuff that he prefers? What would happen is that the world's vibration would rise. And what would happen if the conservative, instead of focusing on what he doesn't like about gay marriage, focused, focused instead on what he likes about heterosexual marriage or heterosexual relationships? But what would happen is that more people would embrace the philosophy, live and let live. Mm -hmm. There is a great gift in the idea that our happiness is dependent upon our own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And that, in fact, our happiness has no dependence at all upon the thoughts, feelings, or behaviors of others. It is a gift of peace in one's own life. It is a gift of releasing resistance. And it is a gift of feeling good. So there it is, my little post.
2: Well, look at you go. What do you think? I liked it. I thought yeah. it was very, um, well thought out. Mm-hmm. And I liked how, I liked how you made sure you made a point to everybody that like, because you think like this, it could be fixed by this.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, when that's he, that simple. It well, it doesn't happen very often, but it, isn't that the way writing should be? I mean, yeah. if you point something out that you don't like, shouldn't you replace it with, with what you do like? Yeah. I mean, that's what you do, right?
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Basically.
0: Every day. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> Every. your daily routine
2: every single day yeah
0: yeah and uh, well share the secret with our audience does it work
2: a little bit just (laughs) a little bit (laughs) (laughs) only when you remember though only when you remember because there's some days where i forget and i'm like oh yeah wasn't the best day but tomorrow will be better
0: tomorrow will be better and it's true we can have times where we just kind of slip a little yeah
2: you're allowed you're human we're allowed
0: yeah that's right yeah which is okay. It's good. the The better thing is when we catch it. Yeah. You know.
2: And don't let it downward spiral you into a whole different.
0: Slide. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. so much easier to catch it early than to catch it late.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like the old. And it's
2: never thing. too late, but still. It's never catch too late. early. No,
0: no, that's true. But it's like the the rock rolling downhill. You want to catch it near the top of the hill, not near the bottom. Exactly. Unless you like being run over.
2: I mean, you. Yeah, you, you could run pretty fast. But either way, you're at the bottom of the hill and you got to start over. So
0: no kidding. <laughs> So, what's your favorite way to, to make sure that you catch it early?
2: Mm, doing exactly what you were saying. Basically, if I say, oh, I'm so mad. Okay, for instance, uh, let me take it back to one time I went to McDonald's and it was shamrock shake season and they ran out of shamrock shakes that day. I had a conniption fit. Oh no. And I was like, oh my God. And mind you, this is just mint ice cream shake. It's not that serious, but <laughs> that day it was. And I, cause I think it was the last day too. So I was just having a conniption and I was like, oh, it's, oh, this is the worst day ever. Nothing else is going to go right today. And I just kept going and going. And then I stopped and realized and I'm like, you could get an Oreo shake. It's not that much different. <laughs> and at least you're still getting a shake. And so I did. And I was like, there's ice cream in my body. That's enough for me right now. And I'll get them next year. (laughs) I could have also simply just, if somebody would have simply said to me, we can go to the store, get mint chocolate chip ice cream, put it in the blender and call it a day. But I was I was in the right mindset to hear logic. Okay. I didn't want to, I didn't want to know. I I was wanting my shamrock shake. And there was nothing that was going to be behind it. So, but if I had thought in the mindset of, I can make this at home myself and still get the same effect. I probably wouldn't have been as distraught.
0: But isn't that the way it usually is? I mean, when we're dealing with something like this, it's almost never logical.
2: It's never logical. It's
0: always (laughs) emotional, right? Yeah. And it's usually irrational too. (laughs) Yes, usually.
2: (laughs) But Kenny's got me into the mindset of, uh, we, our favorite thing to do is he'll say something that doesn't sound right to me. And I'll go, or hear me out, and then I'll suggest another suggestion. Mm-hmm. It's usually something stupid, but just to make us laugh. But we started using it in real situations too. Oh, really? So yeah,
0: how's that worked out?
2: It works out good. It, it makes us more aware of compromising. Ah, so that yeah, way compromising
0: we or, or or flipping your switch over to what feels better.
1: Hmm, that's a tough one.
0: Why?
2: Because I feel like with compromising, we're both meeting in the middle, but it's not like to the point where one person loses something. So we have to meet in the middle. It's we're both getting what we want together.
0: So what you're really saying is there's a strong overlap and you're having trouble figuring out where they're overlapping. and not
2: Yeah, exactly. It's It's like, there's this, this, there's a place here where we can both be happy. Yeah. So let's figure out what it is.
0: I like that description better. I never really liked the idea of compromising in a relationship. And Louise and I found pretty early kind of what you and Kenny are finding, that you really don't have to compromise very often. It's pretty rare.
2: I think the word compromise has a very negative connotation to it, but we're we're basically saying the same
0: thing. Well, maybe. Compromise usually – well, I'm going to define it the way I usually think about it. Okay. Maybe there is a, di- a distortion here, but I think of compromise okay. where I have to give up something that I like, and you have to give up something you like, and we, and, and then we settle on some bit that we kind of like.
2: No, and that's we, settling.
0: That's settling as opposed that's
2: to... That's settling. settling, yes.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you see a distinct difference there.
2: I, I definitely do. Settling, yeah. no one's happy, but but you get through it. But compromise is that both parties are happy.
0: Okay. That's an interesting definition. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
2: That's how it works in
0: my world. I could actually think like <laughs> that kind of compromise because to me, that's not a compromise. To me, that's mm-hmm. like, I like doing the same thing you like, let's do it together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: hmm I mean, I think that's what most often they, they mean by compromise, although not necessarily. There are a lot of couples who have very different interests and very mm-hmm. different you know, lifestyles even, which makes a oh, yep. relationship, you know? hmm hmm so I can kind of see where compromise, like you go to my event and I'll go to your event.
1: Yeah. No,
0: that's that not too. really, I love <laughs> what you do and you love what I do. That's, I'll just go with you so you can have somebody on your arm.
2: Well, no, you see so you're thinking of it in the wrong way because it's a compromise because you both still get to spend time together. That's so, what the ultimate goal is, is to spend time together. Yeah, it doesn't, so, that shouldn't matter what you're doing is if one person wants to do one thing, then it's the next person's turn the next time.
0: Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to imagine how is that working out with Louise now. We actually do it a little bit differently now that I think about it.
2: Well, you guys are old salts, so you should have the same hobbies anyway.
0: <laughs> you don't, though.
2: Oh, really? Well, yeah, I know you don't watch the same TV shows. I know
1: that.
0: And I'm the one who does the podcast, and she doesn't. And we started it together. Hmm. You know? Interesting. Um, she's def- Like you say, she's the TV watcher. Um, she'll play <laughs> games galore on her on her laptop or on her iPad. Uh-huh. I don't play games at all. I mean, I, Me neither. I, I, I lost interest, you know, back when they were on video tables, you
2: know. Just... <laughs> I only play party games. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I just remembered I I misplaced one of the party games in the parties on Sunday. So I oh, don't remember right. where, I, where I put it.
0: Okay. Well, that's also another topic. All right. I'm going to move away from the topic we're on. I want to ask you about this one. Okay. How are party games different today? Because I, I mean, I don't even, <laughs> I haven't done them in a while, but you know.
2: Bro, they're wild. They're wild.
0: Tell, tell me about it. Have
2: you heard of such a thing as cards against humanity?
0: No. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, bo all, all now they're not even board games anymore. They're literal. They're literal actual card games. So card games are I basically never played board
0: games anyway. But that's all right.
2: Yeah. After Monopoly, we stopped because it's a never-ending story, and then people just get mad. It just tears up families, yeah, so we just I mean, we just stopped playing. Was
0: social, you know, no. I mean, things that you play in groups, but it wasn't board games, normal.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, unless it's a drinking board game, which me and my friends used to do.
0: I don't remember those. That's the problem. <laughs>
2: well, they, it wasn't a thing to remember. This is just me and my friends. It's raining outside. Let's let's play Sorry and make it a drinking game. Like,
1: hmm, okay,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, Cards Against Humanity, so basically it's um, however many people, more than more than four. It's got to be more than four people. Okay. And everybody gets a certain, there's the black cards and then there's white cards. So you get one black card, a person picks up a one black card, and each of you have seven white cards. So the black card will say something random, like, um, how do you save the Indians? Okay. And then you, you, out of the seven cards you have, you have to find the card that matches to the person's personality, what you think that person would pick to match that card to, like, finish the sentence. Hmm, so, okay. but there, the answers are rude, crude, and
0: <laughs> ah.
2: yeah. So that's the fun part.
0: Hence the against humanity part.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Got it. Okay. Hmm. Okay. There, there, there's a little viciousness to that game.
2: A little bit. It's a little. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it gets it gets uh, pretty intense. Is, is you it see is, other people's yeah. cards start stacking up and you're sitting there like, nobody picks my cards! <laughs> <laughs> I'm very competitive,
1: so.
0: <laughs> is it just me or is, not just parlor games like this, but any kind of entertainment, isn't it getting nastier? Yeah, it
2: is. <laughs> it really is. Because they have, uh, Cards Against Humanity, What Do You Meme, Um there's two other games I can't remember because I haven't played them yet. But yeah, so all kinds of stuff like that. It, it's just they're terrible. I wouldn't play them with my mother, but <laughs> but they're fun.
0: It's an interesting gauge. If you would play it with your mother, that gives you an idea of how nasty or not nasty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did play Cards Against Humanity with my mother once, and it, it, she's mad cool. So we love playing with her, her and my friends. But like, it's awkward. <laughs> Yeah. The, like just the things that she has to read out loud that you've never heard her say in real life. Right. It's just yeah.
0: It kind of throws you.
2: And then she still doesn't pick your cards. How rude is that? <laughs> the trick is you put them down anonymously so nobody knows whose card is whose.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can... I can see how your mom would would play that game. I can't imagine my parents playing a game like that. <laughs> no, I would have gotten to you know step one and said, "No, I'm not playing this game."
2: <laughs> right? You would have read one card and been like, "And I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> yep, that's
0: it. I'm done. <laughs> oh man! Don't you have any nice games?
2: <laughs> yeah. Nope. They're all canceled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that, that is really kind of tied into what I was reading about in my post, though. Mm-hmm. I do believe a lot of the uh, what, what I'm calling nasty. I mean, really, it's just focusing on on stuff that we would not normally like to have happen to us. It's kind of like the, yeah. like um, Josie going to the horror film. You know, people who like yeah. the horror mm-hmm. film. they don't actually want to have a horror film happen to them. Not usually, no. No, no but they want to be able to see it, and and yeah, there's a lot more of that. I get the feeling of.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree.
0: And and it has interesting LOA implications. I didn't ask Josie about that on. Tuesday. I don't think either of you guys did either. But Mm -hmm. you focus on that kind of thing long enough and you end up with things like well I won't say that, but a pandemic. Okay, yeah, that's
1: good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, that's that's a bit of a challenge.
2: (laughs) That's why I don't I don't sign up for that stuff. Nope.
0: Nope, nope, nope. But you played, you know, cards against humanity.
1: I did. Yes.
0: So how do you, uh, when you're playing that, how do you avoid getting sucked into the negative vibe?
2: Because the cards aren't always negative, and it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not so much, it's, it's negativity, but it's in, in good jest. So it's still fun. So it's the, it's the vibration behind the game.
0: Okay. So you're basically saying you do a lot of laughing and that makes up for it.
2: Oh, yeah. You do. All you do is laughter in that game.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. See.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of humor is based on pain. Let's be perfectly blunt. It really is.
2: Yeah. It's more it's more dirty humor than anything, like fart jokes and things of that nature, like fart jokes on 10. <laughs> and,
0: and by today's standards, that's actually relatively mild. You know, when I was growing that up. That
2: is mild. Yeah. There, there. Cars Against Humanity is not mild. This is not a game for children under 18.
0: Oh. <laughs> Does it have a minimum age? <laughs>
2: yes. The, mo- the box says 17 plus. Yes.
0: 17 plus. Oh, okay. hmm well, we got Jeffrey listing some uh, some games. He's, well, he says I would enjoy playing with Alex first of all.
2: Yeah, yeah. you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a blast in a glass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says he loves Cards Against Humanity. He likes Lumberjack mm-hmm. Fantasies.
2: Oh, Remember I don't that? know. I haven't played that one, but I got I know Jeffrey, so I got a feeling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says Quiplash.
2: I think I played Quiplash.
0: Okay. And then Played with Teenagers, Potty Humor, Personal Digs, and Political Dirt. Never heard of those. I think those are descriptions of Quiplash, but I'm not sure.
2: Oh, the versions. Yeah. Okay. No, I try to skip the politics
0: one. Okay. I think that's all he said there. Okay. <laughs> Amazing how Jeffrey always has something on whatever we're he's, talking
2: He's about. always in the know. He's really? like Google. He
0: really <laughs> This guy's guy like on top of it.
2: Mm-hmm. It really is. Okay. Well rounded. He knows a little bit about everything.
0: So well, at least now I know a little bit more about the kinds of games that are played in social situations today. And and mm-hmm. I'll tell you, there's a piece of me that is quite pleased to hear that people, especially millennials, are doing things that don't necessarily involve laptops, devices, and so forth. They can actually talk to each other. It's, it's reassuring. Well, they
2: they do have those games too. Oh,
0: well, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but you can play describing. as a
2: group on your phones, though.
0: But but it also sounds like you can actually do it, you know, in person, which is...
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be doing it in person. That's
0: yeah. novel, you know? Yeah. That's great. I like that. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's telling me, feel reassured about humanity.
2: Yeah. They always live a little something. A little something old school. Yeah. They always, yeah, keep a little something retro. I mean, we'll
0: have to check each succeeding generation to see how deeply they go into the electronics rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, yeah. Film. It's
2: pretty much all gonna be ready player one in a couple of years anyway, so
0: at the very least I mean, <laughs> those who grew up in my generation read a lot of science fiction, and the science fiction told us what it was going to be like now and, <laughs> mm-hmm. of and some of it's a little bit chilling,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: at least um but uh, one of my favorite science fiction novels, novelists, used mm-hmm. to talk about how um not so much now, maybe I don't know fifty to hundred years from now there'd be something called smart suits. Smart suits. Now, this okay. is before smartphones,
1: but it's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing.
0: the same mm-hmm. concept. It's a suit that you put on that acts like a computer.
1: Ah, uh-huh. okay. And,
0: if, in fact, like any kind of device that has a display, you can put a display on your suit so you can show somebody else's face. You can show yourself two oh. things. Your you I mean, you can just decorate your body. So
2: wearing- it's basically a real life avatar. Yeah. Cool.
0: But in human form. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like I f- I don't want to wear makeup today. No, I feel like being white today. You know what? Let me press this button.
0: <laughs> and precisely, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. And it's also because it's a science fiction. It's also a spacesuit. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can use this to jet around the galaxy. You know? Yeah. No matter where you are, you know, you, you've got oxygen, you've got a food supply. It's all right built into your your suit, you know.
2: And you're always dressed for the occasion, no there matter what go. it is. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Now, that, that sounds like something we could have pretty soon, doesn't it?
2: It does. It definitely does.
0: And the books that that came from were written in the 1970s and 1980s.
2: Wow. Uh, that reminds me of how my mom's always telling me about back when she went to the World's Fair.
0: I was like, oh, God, yeah, it's New
2: yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. her dad great. took
2: her, yeah, and she was telling me all the things that have come true, and I was like, I couldn't imagine being back then, and be like, cell phones, what?
0: <laughs> that was a little strange, because you, you, you went to the exhibits, and they're all kind of, they seemed far-fetched. Yeah. Like, well, okay, yeah, that looks like Disney created that one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was that kind of reaction, but looking back, yeah. There were an awful lot of things that they showed mm-hmm. us that actually did come true, including. Yeah,
2: my mom, my mom said the only thing that we haven't done yet is uh, flying cars, but you know we're working on that.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. Except they didn't do flying cars either. Not really. They had cars that were on the ground, but they weren't flying.
2: No, they weren't flying. They were what was it? Repelling against gravity or whatever. So it's, it's like.
0: Well, there was monorails or something. Monorail did that.
2: Well, we have monorails.
0: Yeah. That was the first time I saw a monorail, and. Mm-hmm cool over the years to see different places that incorporated monorails. That was fun.
2: Where, other than Disney, where else do they have monorails? Uh, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) So just all the Disneys?
0: All the Disneys, yeah.
2: All right. Well, in that case, they're everywhere.
0: (laughs) I I think there are cities, actually, that have small monorail type things.
2: Actually, yeah. uh, Miami has a small little loop of a transit system that you don't have to pay for. You just get on and and you can go to and from work or your hotel or whatever
0: i know they're also building a high-speed train between miami and orlando and i'm not sure that may also be elevated you know floating on
2: oh that sounds safe (laughs) let's all get on it at once
0: i mean be (laughs) something where you you climb into the train in in uh, miami and you know 20 minutes later you're in orlando which is quite a hike
2: that is quite a hike
0: yeah yeah, it'll be, it's probably like, I don't know what the speed will be. I'm going to guess 150 miles an hour or something like that. Woo. It's going to move. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Not playing around. Train okay. is a pretty fast way to get somewhere. It's just the stops in between. That's the problem.
0: I think that's where something like this is going to work because I think it's just three stops. I think it's Miami up to Orlando and then down to the other coast on at Tampa. And that's it. Oh, okay. Just, I think it's three stops. Huh. So it's just designed to be metropolitan area to metropolitan area. Okay. I could right. be wrong. This was I was going to
2: say, like, how are they, like, what do you have to stop in Stewart or like Jacksonville or <laughs> you're just out of luck?
0: Well, Jacksonville is way, way up. so. That probably yeah, it's way,
2: way up. I'm just naming <laughs> random cities in Florida that I know.
0: <laughs> but no, your your point's well taken. I'm not sure what happens in that. I mean, you <laughs> could probably try jumping the train, but you'd kill yourself. So.
2: Well, yeah, that's a possibility.
0: Yeah. New kind of jumper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jumping out of a train at 120 miles an hour. Yeah, you you might die.
0: Just yeah. a little. How did we end up on that topic? Let's get off I now.
2: don't know how we get here. I don't know. <laughs> never know.
0: Someone said a held
2: a gun to my head and said, draw me a map of how we get back to where we were. Couldn't tell you. I'd be dead. Yeah.
0: Well, then let's just draw a new map. That's all. We'll all right. So, Going back to the, the uh, post that I read to you. Mm-hmm. The key element that I was including in there was the idea that we rely too much on, we shouldn't rely at all, on how somebody else thinks and feels to determine how we're going to feel.
2: Yeah, that's not the way to go.
0: But it happens a lot. It does. You, you it tend to lose to...
2: yourself in a relationship, friendship, oh, whatever, family member, whatever.
0: Any kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. relationship interpersonal, you know, a work relationship. Yeah. you no know, friends that you knew from high school, anything, you know. Pet
2: relationships, all Pet the relationships.
0: relationships. Sure. Absolutely. And all of them are cases where we can get sucked into, well, wonder what the other person thinks or what the dog thinks. Or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. That's how they get treats because we fall for it every time.
1: <laughs>
0: that, like, will you that.
2: like me now?
0: <laughs> I have to do this aside because it's true. right? That's the way <laughs> pets are, right? He who, who yeah. has who wrapped around whose finger. Or, this or is, what I, wanna this is
2: what I want to know. This is what I want to
0: know. I mean, I think it's, the pets have us wrapped around their paws. Agreed. I really do. Yeah. Cause I mean, they're just so good. It's actually become something of a running joke here in the Teeson household. Mm-hmm. We have the two cats, Joy's the outside cat. Mm-hmm. This time of year, it's a bit of a contest to see, will he come in to eat or will he get us to bring food out to him?
1: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. He comes, he comes up to the door and it's a staring contest. So are you going to come in? He looks at me, No, you're going to come in? Come on. You got to come in to eat. And he just looks at me, rubs up against the door.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Joy's running that household. <laughs>
0: no doubt. No doubt. Although I have to give Louise and I credit because the two of us managed to get him inside the house to eat like 98% of the time.
2: Oh, all right. It's not that bad then.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's right inside the door, but, you know, yeah. it is inside. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, just, it's not about the technicalities. <laughs> we won. We won this round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he, he wins a few of them. He wins a few.
2: Yeah, Chloe has taken to – uh, she no longer – first, she no longer wanted to take treats out of your hand. She mm-hmm. wanted you to put them on the ground for her. Ah. Now, now she Then she was like, no, I will only take them on the stairs. Now she's to the point where I will have them in bed. Let me know when you get back from the kitchen. My mother's like dog, doctors. not my dog. <laughs> yeah, I will not eat them in my bed.
0: <laughs> I will have them on the stairs. I was like, I mom,
2: why are you placating to a dog? Like, <laughs> she won't take them. They're treats. She doesn't have to take them. She can That's eat food. Cool. It's fine. <laughs> and then she buries them in the blanket and saves them for later. I'm like, what oh, is happening?
1: <laughs>
0: so, oh. Did you have you seen any of those um TV shows where they, they show you unusual animal pairing friends? No. You know, like you have th- there was one where there was a um I think it was a crow that raised a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, the
2: adorableness, I can't.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Or or the predators, two predators that would normally never hang out together and they're best buddies. You know that. Aww. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really quite interesting how far they'll go, and to the point where if the caretaker or caregivers separate them, Mm -hmm. they go into deep depression.
2: I've heard stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: what was it? It was a it was a donkey, and what was the other animal? Is it a pig? A fox? It was was a really. I think I heard this one.
2: I feel like it. Mm, no, that's a different one I'm thinking of.
0: I can't remember what it was, but they separated them because um the other animal, whatever that other animal was, was being adopted by another um farm that takes care of Aww. animals that have been mistreated. And the donkey and the other animal both went into depression.
1: Oh, bring my friend the back. They,
0: they, they had to communicate and figure out, okay, how are we going to fix this? And they actually had the donkey carted into too, and from that point on the other animal just you know, perk right Aww. up and everything is okay again <laughs> now
2: see that's a bad example of depending on someone else's happiness to make you happy
0: <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> it's true but it's also adorable
2: it is so freaking cute <laughs> <laughs> but it's also you know you don't have to depend on them but you miss your friend what are you going to mm-hmm.
0: do mm-hmm. well in this case it took away the will mm-hmm. to live
2: which, like, yeah that's 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 scary yeah. yeah
0: but then again when they got back together again they were fine
2: yeah but what if they didn't get back together
0: they didn't show that in the film fo- in the film yeah it's not I,
2: I always movie. think of that i'm like but what if though
0: well i think it was a disney film now that i think about it so
1: a
2: disney
0: film what's that a Disney film. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was like a, a Disney show about animals about,
2: about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, unusual animal friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so they don't,
2: they don't show the negative stuff because no,
0: you're not, not allowed to. Well, they they show some, but not not so much. Yeah. Not like National Geo. No. <laughs> 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 there you get the raw, unvarnished version. Mm-hmm. You're going to be my friend until I eat you.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the whole praying mantis vibe.
0: There were a few of those that we've been watching though. And and interesting that you should mention that there are, you know, certain animal friend situations where they aren't particularly healthy, but we could also envision those that are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once that are is, and this was one of the Disney's, it was about elephants and particularly they followed a particular smallish of elephants up and down the river basin in, in uh, the southern part of Africa. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that. What's, it's the big river down there. I can't think what it's called. Serengeti. Um, no, no,
2: that's the desert, not the river. Never that's mind. The
0: desert. No, it, I can't think of what it is. But anyway, they followed this this uh, group of elephants around, and boy, oh boy, do they have personalities!
2: <laughs> elephants I mean, are awesome.
0: Really amazing personalities, and I mean the. They are in many ways human. Mm-hmm. So many human characteristics. And you can kind of see human dynamics or relationship dynamics, I guess, is the better way Yeah, playing out in a big way. But there's one scene where there is a calf, a young elephant, um, stuck in the mud. and he's uh-huh. on, And he's from a different clan, so to speak. He's from a different herd. But they're all in the same general place and his his mother can't get to him and the mother mm-hmm. of this particular herd that we're following goes over to help dig him out of the mud Aww. and very cleverly too because it was almost like quick mud quicksand yeah It was dangerous it was very very yeah was, there was a lot of, and and the biggest danger was that the calf would suffocate because right mhm
1: and
0: she very Persistently worked and worked and worked until finally she was able to get him a foothold so he could climb his way out very slowly because he's covered with mud, of course.
1: Right. That stuff's heavy. Uh,
0: And, wow. I mean, I don't even know how to begin to describe that other than to make it Mm -hmm. human-like. They were looking out for each other. They had nothing to do with instinct. They had nothing to do with all the stuff we usually attribute to animals. That was just pure love. That was an act of love. Yep. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, That's an adorable
2: that. story.
0: It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it was just called Elephants. Anybody who hasn't seen it, check it out on Disney, Disney Plus. We can
2: right. learn so much from animals.
0: Some of the other friendships were really cool. There was a, I think it was a leopard, a lion, mm-hmm. and what was the third animal? Maybe a panther? I can't. Oh, okay. That. That's There's a weird pride. Three large predators that would never, ever hang out to you. Best. Right. Buddies. Absolutely best buddies for life. Just and it's not like they played all the time, sometimes they did. I, I think it was yeah. the leopard that was always running around all, all over the place. Was it the leopard? Maybe it was the panther. I think the panther's the really fast one, isn't it? I can't remember which
2: uh, one. Leopards are I think fast. the leopards are the fastest.
0: Okay, so it was the leopard that was running all over the place, you know, and the others okay. weren't trying to keep up or anything, you know, they just tolerated it. But he just ran, mm-hmm. around. he loved that.
1: <laughs> Gotta get his exercise in.
0: That's right, that's right. But I especially love the ones where it's the predator and the prey and they take care of each other. Yeah. So, typically, you wouldn't see a crow taking care of a kitten. This crow, no, you wouldn't. This kid, the crow crow raised the kitten from birth because the mother was killed. Oh. Raised it from birth, would feed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the people who... How does a crow feed a kitten? It wasn't easy, let me tell you. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, the the kitten actually lived on a farm, so there were humans there. But the crow mm-hmm. was, insisted on taking care of him. So so the humans would like make milk available so that the mm-hmm. crow could feed the kitten.
2: Oh, I mean, that is too cute.
0: It was crazy, just oh amazing. my goodness. Later on, when the kitten was like one or two years old, mm-hmm. so they they the humans would get the kitten to come into the house. Mm-hmm. And if he was in there too long, the crow would come up to the front door and look at them like, "So can he come out to play?" <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so cute.
0: And watching a crow and a kitten play, that's also astonishing. Yeah. Because the crow could, especially when it's a kitten, the crow could probably take out the kitten. When the kitten goes up to a cat, it's the reverse. Mm -hmm. Because the crow could just peck him to death or, you know, whatever. Right. But the cat has claws, so, you know, they can both hurt each other. Yeah. But the way they play, the cat can't fly, the crow can the crow mm-hmm. doesn't fly, but he kind of hops along the ground with his wings so that he can kind of bounce along. The kind of uh-huh. along with him. They kind of roll around with each other. Uh, amazing. That it is amazing. They a way to play. That's
1: what, what I'm saying. So
2: cool. if mortal enemies can get together, then what's wrong with y'all people?
0: Well, I, we could say, what's wrong with you? Or we could say, here's inspiration.
2: Yes. It's, yeah.
0: Because that's what yeah. I think of it as. Yeah. This is... I mean, here's an example from our own cats. Lately, mm-hmm. enjoyed, like I said, he stays outside. He, mm-hmm. He's outdoors 24-7 if he can do it. And Louise gets a little bit bothered because sometimes he's not hungry, which means he's been hunting. Oh. And from one of our neighbor's kids, we've learned that he hunts chipmunks. Oh. But just the other day, I saw him lazily laying outside in the sun and a chipmunk walked by him. And he just looked at the chipmunk and watched it go right on by and let him go. Cause well,
1: maybe he's just not hungry. hungry.
0: He wasn't hungry. It was yeah. You know, so no need to attack it.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, kind of a different take. Yeah. to pray
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. So there's lots of hope. Good there
2: one. is hope. Okay.
0: So I don't know. Have we covered that post? I think we've kind of covered it pretty well. Where do we go? We
2: have. What are we doing next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we dip into a conspiracy theory real quick?
0: If you really want to, sure. Now, you know me. I I am not a conspiracy theorist. I I don't normally associate you with conspiracies, so this is going to be new.
2: No, this is new. It it, Okay, first, for me, I see the logic in this, but a lot of people aren't right now, so people are freaking out. I don't mean to blow anyone's mind, but the 2020 quarters have a picture of a bat on one side. The
0: 2020 What?
2: The quarters, the, you know how we get quarters every year? Oh, the
0: 25 cent pieces. Okay. Yeah.
2: The, yeah. 25 cent pieces. They, they, one side, they have, you know, the American everything and blah, blah, blah. And the other side is a picture of a bat and it's, they say it's in donation to the national park, but okay. they're made six months in advance before they come out. They just came out. We have a picture of a bat and we're in the middle of a pandemic that was caused by a bat.
0: I, I think I can see where this is going. You see
2: what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. There's that theory. Me, I'm just like, oh, it's for the National Park. But then people are like, but there are no go bats to the National Park. I'm like, were you there? Do you work there? Do you know there? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that's probably going to be popping up soon.
0: I, I think this is an excellent example of what happens when you force people to stay at home and they have nothing to do for too long.
2: Oh, yes. This entire, <laughs> everything that's come out is ex- exactly like that. I'm like, hmm, how can I get seen today? i yeah. can make something up that's real devious it makes people think
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean to be honest i don't even use change anymore i don't even know what the coins look like i now.
2: use my debit card i never would have
0: noticed <laughs> debit or credit i don't even use checks anymore
1: who uses checks
0: <laughs> we, we switched banks last october because our old bank got bought by the new bank mm-hmm. and they offered us a chance to get the checks and i never really got around to it and at first, I was a little upset because they were going to give away free checks. And I said, wait a minute. I never use a check anyway. What do I Right. Check? When
1: was the last
2: time you wrote a check? Goodness gracious.
0: Even when I do write a check, I use bill pay. So it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Checks. So, and I yeah. think about all the time I spent in fourth grade learning how to write a check. There could have been other things I was learning. And I've probably written probably three checks in my entire life.
0: I've written a few more than that. but uh, <laughs> Like a few thousand.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and process many more because i way way back in my early 20s i was a bank teller so i, mm-hmm. I handled a little
2: oh okay you're about that check life well
0: we were best buds mm-hmm. but change i actually have an old change purse and i just any change that I, I rarely get anything i put it into the change purse and it just kind of I, it, it doesn't pile up enough to put it into a bowl because i don't yeah. get it often enough you know like yeah times a year maybe so it's, yeah, it's not like I, I have that. this huge p- pile of change to go through and see. gee, I wonder, wonder what the 2020 quarter looks like <laughs> exactly
2: yeah, I've never been big into change I actually hate change, if I get change I hand it to my mother or Kenny I don't like change it, that's if I'm using cash, like when am I using cash?
0: it's pretty rare Yeah. yeah in fact it's gotten to the point now this also comes out of a sci-fi novel from like the 1980s or 90s gotten mm-hmm. to the point now where you use cash and they give you a look.
1: Yeah,
2: especially now because they're like, oh, "You want me to touch your money? I don't. You, you're not wearing gloves. Oh God.
0: Or even worse, what's wrong with you? Your credit isn't any good,
2: <laughs> right? Who's out here using cash during pandemic season?
0: Well, yeah, I suppose it's a, it's a built-in excuse anyway.
2: Well, money is the dirtiest thing on the planet. <laughs> in many, in more ways than one. <laughs>
0: We could have whole discussions on that. We have had discussions on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a strange thing, though, how this pandemic is producing all kinds of unexpected side effects and results. Oh,
2: side note. I was thinking about um, Josie's poem on Tuesday, The Rainbow Children.
0: Oh, that was lovely.
2: That has a multi-purpose.
0: What do you mean? Because I
2: don't know if you know, but the child born after a miscarriage or loss is a rainbow baby.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: So like I was thinking about the poem on two
1: different levels as she was reading yeah.
0: it. Yeah, okay. Mhm. So hear that, Josie. Your poem's really, really rang for us. That was good. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah, that's good. I hadn't thought of that. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what else has happened out of this pandemic? I mean, let's spend the last quarter of the show on that since we talked about quarters. <laughs> <laughs> let's spend the last quarter talking about changes that are coming out of the pandemic. I'll tell you the first one. And I shared this one um, just yesterday with Cindy because
1: mm-hmm.
0: yesterday, of course, where you are in Massachusetts and here in Connecticut, we have the last two States to begin opening up again. Yep. And Louise and I went out and did some shopping
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we're amazed at, to see all the cars back on the road again. And to see mm-hmm. the, the parking lot at the supermarket actually full and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, and I also got out to do, Um, my walk because of course it's been gorgeous lately yes it has it's supposed to be
2: 79 tomorrow
0: i know i know super
2: excited
0: mid 70s over the weekend and monday oh geez it's gonna be great yeah but anyway the thing that i had noticed is that now that we're past it's almost like this this point of reopening is a magic point in people's minds Mm -hmm. starting the first day up until then, people, if I saw them out on the working pa- walking path, you know, they would give me a smile over their mask if they were wearing a mask or maybe a, you know, a polite wave or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, big smiles. Hey, how you doing? i really excited. I mean, you could feel that blanket of fear lifting. So that that's like Good. the first result that I saw. And it mm-hmm. isn't completely gone. I'm still seeing signs of people still having the fear, but not like they had mm-hmm. before. So the the awakening that's happening i guess you.
1: yeah
2: slowly but sure. are
0: you seeing it too
2: i mean i don't go out to know but yeah sure
0: (laughs) you gotta get out more alex that's all there is no
2: no i'm good
0: (laughs) no i have
2: i have been getting out i've been you know going for walks down to the beach and and oh good some push-ups and stuff at the beach and and then coming home
0: all right is that kenny's influence?
2: Uh, he 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 needs fresh air, or he flips out. So it's like
0: it's either there's
2: too much CO2 in the basement. That's what's happening. He smokes cigarettes in the basement. So if he doesn't get fresh air, I gotta walk him at least once a day. Otherwise, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotta walk him. <laughs> well, kudos to Kenny for getting you out. That's a good. <laughs> like that. That's very good. Um, but, what else are you are you seeing? I mean, what, what do you see either hypothetically or actually coming out of this coronavirus pandemic?
2: I see a lot of fear at is it, because of the states opening back up, a lot of people aren't ready, and if that you're not ready, that's your choice. But mm. if some people are, that's their choice. I say everybody mind their own business and do what they're gonna do. Mm. Um, I have a friend who owns a hair salon, and they said that in Massachusetts, the hair salon's going open up on the twenty fifth. She made a post on her business page saying, we'll be opening up on the 30th. We want to wait a little while just to see, you know, how things are going to go. And someone from our high school decided to troll her and say, please stay home and stay safe and and make sure no one else gets infected. Nobody has to be, you know, out just because they need their hair done. And it's like, the governor said, back up off me, bruh. Like, it's not that serious you don't want to come to the salon. You don't have to, but let everybody do what they want to do. It's there. It's at. Go out at your own risk.
0: There are two factors going on there. I think mm-hmm. First of all the trolling factor. Yeah, that, that yeah. started pretty much at the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, somebody who didn't toe the line. A lot of finger waving and you know, shaving yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess that's been around for quite some time anyway. So this was like you know the golden just an,
1: um, a bit an excuse, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But I'm wondering, how does that continue to play out over time? Does that just continue like it did before, now we have a new excuse, or does it kind of fade out? Cause I, I feel like that, it's
2: gonna fade out because they're gonna have, they're gonna not, they're gonna have less and less to complain about.
0: Yeah, well, that that maybe. I mean, people who like to complain always find something.
2: Oh, there, yeah, there's always something.
0: It, it's not like they lack opportunity or ideas. Nope. You know. mm-hmm. I mean, if all else fails, you can always pull a quarter out of your pocket. So it's not that. Difficult. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't really think there's any lack of that. No, I think what there's what's going to happen is going to be a little bit less tolerance for it.
2: Definitely. People now, are I not don't know putting it. How long up with
0: that's it. gonna take? It may take a while. But... I'm seeing it already. Are you?
2: But those are just my type of friends. Those are the people I associate with. They don't put up with anybody's bullshit. So <laughs> we ain't got time for that.
0: So they're the leading edge of clamping down on crazy. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm in the generation of people who are like, if you don't like it, get off my page. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Mm-hmm.
0: OK. And so, nobody asked you. <laughs> really hard boundaries. Very. Yeah. Very
1: yeah. Yep. Which is good.
0: That's okay. mm-hmm. what else are you seeing, though, that tells you there's going to be, a, you know, this is going to be a shift. This thing, whatever the thing is,
2: the nice weather. You now, let good. me tell you what I mean by that. I feel first of all, I have an aunt who firmly believes that um, the government controls the weather. And they were making us all have rainy days so that we would stay inside for the pandemic. I feel like that's true to a point, but let me tell you why. <laughs>
1: okay. I good.
2: feel, I feel like our vibrations as a whole are affecting the weather. And if we're upset and we're sad, it's gonna snow. It's gonna rain. It's, it's, you know what I mean. But if as we're starting to lighten up, so are the clouds. That's why I feel.
0: I am 100% on board with it. I really am. Well,
1: thank you. <laughs> I, think
0: I think it's accurate. I think it's very. Yeah. I mean, well, mm-hmm. it's the law of attraction is what you described. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what what is happening.
1: hmm
0: Now, here's the interesting question: which came first? Which is the exactly,
2: exactly. And how do you equate? Okay, I'm happy when it's sunny out. So if I'm happy, it'll be sunny out. Or I'm happy because it's sunny out.
0: Mm. Now, yeah. most people are going to say it's the second one. I think. Yeah, not most
1: people anything. will. LA
0: people will say it's the first but
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I think that's probably true but that points to something else I think that's going to start happening and maybe Mm -hmm. this is wishful thinking on my part
1: probably
2: but let's hear it
0: (laughs) because we talk about law of attraction all the time so I want there to be more people interested in it I think more people are going to start being interested in law of attraction because of this
2: I agree I agree yeah I think that more people are starting to see how it act, how it can work. Like I tell Kenny all the time, like if something goes wrong. Well, stop thinking negatively and stop painting the negative picture. Like start thinking the opposite. He's like, well, I want this to happen. Okay. But you got to believe it. Cause you can't say I want this to happen, but here's what's going to happen.
0: And you got to feel it. it too. You, you got to feel it. Yeah. It's got to feel real to you.
2: Yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. can't just say it. You got to, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk. You know what I mean?
0: I, I, maybe it's because, maybe, maybe I'm thinking that it's going to be more and more accepted because I'm finding myself that it's easier for me to accept it. It's gotten kind of to the point where I, I can't even deny it anymore. I just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anytime I try, just, you know, it just splashes me in the face. <laughs> I mean, I, I told an example the other day about how um, I have a, a small Facebook group that I mm-hmm. administer that is just for people in this area where we live. Uh-huh. Called, called the Farmington Valley, north of Hartford. Mm. And like anybody who's ever administered a group of any size, this one's like five or 6,000 people. Um, mm-hmm. You you learn pretty quickly that, that the hackers are good at sending out bots.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Big facts.
0: And fortunately, they do give you the ability to create little special questions so you can kind of filter them out. But yep. you can tell. I mean, it's pretty obvious who the bots are. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling, I think it was Cindy yesterday, I had really gotten frustrated with the bots. And the more yep. frustrated I got, the more bots I got.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it got to the point where every day it was just one continuous list of bots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I couldn't stop there because I had to report them. Yeah. I got to stop these bots. I got to let Facebook know so they can get rid of all these bots. And of course, I can't. No, they right just,
2: box. they just, you delete them and they make another page and start all over. Who cares?
0: Well, I cared. I wanted to stop them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you were just drawing more to you.
0: Exactly. And that's the point. Mm-hmm yeah until the day came this was about two or three days ago where i forgot about the bots completely mm-hmm. and then i went to check the page and it was just legitimate applicants People. trying to get in. yeah out. yeah and I said, oh damn i did it again
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't get
2: away with anything with i can't
0: get away with anything <laughs> but that's the kind of experience that happens more and more and more and i it gets to the point where i ask myself are there any instances where i really don't think LOA applies? I mean I know theoretically it does everywhere, but right. you know how it is. We we kind of go through a, an an Yeah, when you do where... when it when
2: it's comes to you and yourself, like you're better at giving the advice than taking the advice. Exactly. exactly. Yeah,
1: Yeah, you know,
0: you're actually checking it out, you know, okay, is this really happening? <laughs> yeah.
2: Or dang, I forgot for a second.
0: <laughs> well, it it's gotten to the point now where everything does seem to be LOA related. hmm mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I know another thing that's been happening during quarantine. This is this is I have recently became privy to this. Okay. There's a thing. I don't know if it's just Massachusetts or it's all over, but um, there's a thing called whining. That's so, no. <laughs> whining oh, is or, not. No. Whining or or being whined. Ah, okay,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: So basically, it's basically women that have gotten together in different Facebook groups, and they will give each other their addresses or what area they're in. It, there's a specific one for Cape Cod, and they'll say, "What area are you in? And what kind of alcohol do you like? And what kind of snacks do you like? And they'll make you a personal gift basket, drop it off at your front door, uh-huh. and yeah, and okay. you want do unto others is done unto you, and back and forth, and yeah. So it's there's a great thing that's going on.
0: And that came out of uh, the coronavirus.
2: That came out of, yeah, we are all quarantined. A lot of us are quarantined with home with kids and could use some wine. Here's some free wine and some snacks for your kids and some baby wipes and whatever.
0: Okay. Gift basket mm-hmm. for the pandemic. Gift
2: for the pandemic. Yeah.
0: Well, the good part about that is the gift basket is a way to say, I'm thinking about you and I care about you.
2: Yeah. You get you can leave a little note in there. You can be anonymous if you want to. It's It's really cute.
0: It's not as dramatic as sending a fire engine by your house on your birthday with balloons flying from the fire. Yeah, engine. Yeah, not you know.
2: so much, not
0: <laughs> much but, it has a but it's
2: something I hope that continues as e- even if the pandemic is over.
0: I think it will. Cause that gift basket thing, you know, I mean, they have gift clubs now, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's become a pretty big deal. It's almost yeah. a big business, not quite, but it's almost a big business. And yeah. They
2: call it being corn twined.
0: Entwined, yeah, like the corn twined okay. yeah corn twined yeah all right so they have a positioning statement that's nice <laughs>
2: they also have options for sober people so if you just want snacks or if you want like a non-alcoholic drink you know you can that's you can
0: smart make, because yeah. that's, i wouldn't have bought the wine thing myself
2: well yeah and also you know pregnant mothers Mm-hmm. can't drink so you know there's there's something in it for everybody you just got to put down put make a list of what your favorites are where you're located and then someone random will pick you off the list and look at your doorstep
0: so it's along the lines of what they call a random act of kindness then
2: yes it is and paying it forward
0: okay okay mm-hmm. that's that's a very clever concept that's straight yeah being one that's a little hard to get going but once you get that going that has a momentum
2: Oh, I joined the group, my, my, my Kenny's cousin added me to the group and I was like, "Okay, what's this about? And I was like, Oh, I'm getting free wine. Okay. And (laughs) then, (laughs) and then, and I don't even really drink, but it's free wine. So, and snacks. And so (laughs) I was looking at the group and I think I joined, there was like 132 people in three days. They got up to 5,000 people.
0: Oh my God.
2: And this is just on the Cape.
0: Holy cow. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. math of growth.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: there's a it's distributor tweeting. in there who's just saying, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Holy cow.
2: I mean, and the baskets are amazing. Like, women are crafty. They've been put – I saw one with chips and salsa, margaritas. It was a whole Cinco de Mayo theme. I was like, what is happening? Yeah.
0: Very clever.
2: I can't Very. wait to I do my basket. I don't know what I'm, who I'm going to get, but I'm going to be clever about it. <laughs>
0: So you, you get one first, and you do one second, or you, or is it the other way around?
2: It it doesn't matter. It Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. No. Yeah.
0: Okay. How long does it take? I mean, for the moment. Um. Do I like... don't
2: know. People are always asking in the group who hasn't been winded in Mashby, who hasn't been winded in Hyannis, and and then you pick whoever off the list, or you can go to the admin and say, hey, I'm looking for someone in such and such an area. Can you give me an address? And they'll give you an address.
0: So even that's kind of random. Then it's not like there's a yeah.
2: No, the whole or... thing is random. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. And you can get wine more than once. I mean, with five thousand people in a group, it's going to happen. <laughs> so.
0: This this could be a boon for AA. I mean, this could really take off.
2: <laughs> it could be. It could be. But I feel like once the quarantine's over, it'll just be snacks, and that'll be great too. <laughs> well,
0: I'm I'm glad that they have the non-alcoholic options. Yeah. To, you know, mm-hmm. so that you know, you can sober up a little bit. You know. Yeah. Doing this thing. Mm -hmm. that could get dangerous.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That was something Louise and I talked about too early on with the pandemic. It'll be interesting to see if anything comes out of this. Mm -hmm. First of all, we're pretty sure, I think everybody's pretty sure there's going to be a baby boom in December and January.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I told you my dino told me that.
0: That's right. Yes. Yep, yep. So we're all pretty confident about that. What I'm wondering is, uh, since they decided that it was essential for people to be able to numb their pain by drinking, they, they wanted mm. to have access to the alcohol. They let the, right. the stay open and so mm-hmm. forth. I wonder if there's going to be an increase in alcoholism.
2: Oh, most likely.
0: Because so? anyone who
2: wasn't addicted before sure is now. They could get their hands on it.
0: And they didn't have a whole lot else to do.
2: No, they didn't.
0: You couldn't justify like you were at the ball game, so you're enjoying the ball game and you have a drink occasionally. Now right.
2: It's, no, it's, it's literally, they made a song called Bored in the House, Bored in the House, Bored.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, well, this should be an interesting upcoming Christmas season.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Drunk Santa's for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, you will either be pregnant or drunk, one or the other.
2: <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> I mm-hmm. am neither. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>
0: no so you're just preparing to get married that's all
2: exactly i had plenty of time to work my wedding list it's it's great my uh wedding planner is still working so it's all fine
0: well you also gave yourself a lot of time Let's i
2: sure honest. did that was that was on purpose
0: do it like a year and a half that's a lot yeah
2: yeah well i want to be able to afford everything that i want you know what i mean i want and and i don't want any little incidentals to be tripping me up at the last minute and i have to settle uh-huh. now I want, i'm doing this once so i want to not saying yeah, it's going to be a big wedding, but it's it's going to be nice.
0: So that was the, the thought pattern, okay?
2: Yeah. i wonder
0: why mm-hmm. you, you said it that far. That was a a long way in advance, like. Yeah,
2: you're... that was totally financial. Oh, and also, um, the date we liked, we liked that it was uh the 22nd of the month, which is our anniversary, and uh, we want to have all one anniversary. We don't have to. Well, we started dating on
0: such and such a date, okay.
2: then we got married on such and such a date. I don't even remember the day we got engaged.
0: <laughs> well. On the one hand, that makes it clearer. On the other hand, if you guys have kids and the kids ask you, you know, what day did you uh, meet and then what day did you get married? They're going to say, well, wait a minute, you got married the same day that you dated? You met each other? What happened here? No.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two years later. Yep, we did.
0: <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm sure you sort sorted no. out.
2: Plus, well, we got cool. engaged so quickly. We wanted a long engagement.
0: You knew that right away? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I, with Louise, I, I didn't know for a long time that I really wanted to get married. And then once we did want to get married, we found out because of her father's situation that we right. were relatively quick. So it's like a yeah. kind of diametric opposite.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Okay. No, we knew we knew, we knew knew early on what we both wanted out of this relationship. And, if we, and then later it was more trying to figure out, are we right for each other? And then once we got past that part, we were like, so what are we doing? Is this wow. the rest of our lives or or no? Yes? All right, cool. I'll see ya. I'll see you with some roses later.
0: <laughs> yeah, romance isn't dead in your relationship, I'll tell you.
2: <laughs> it's just we're almost forty, so we're at the point where it's like, are we messing around or not? Like what's happening? Like, can I should I move on? Or should, well, what are we doing
1: this?
0: <laughs> Louise and I met when we were over 40, and that was kind yeah. of what her thing was. Whereas for like, me- I don't
2: have time for games.
0: But I'm for been me, trying to spend was, the was, rest like, of my life with you. I had 20 years of disappointment. I wasn't yeah. about to, this is like, you know, last chance. If, if, yeah. You know, so I wanted to be sure. So I wanted to take some time. Oh, I hear you. So, yeah, that's okay. We you figured,
2: why not spend the time while we're figuring it out together?
0: Well, we were going to do that anyway.
2: Well, yeah, but, you know, I, mean, I that, wanted to agreement.
0: It, yeah. that, that was like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
2: He just wanted to really make sure I wasn't going anywhere.
1: <laughs> good for him. Thanks. I like
0: that. I like that. Man. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Good way to end the show. I appreciate that. Ah, thank you. <laughs> a little meandry, but we had fun. That was good. Jeffrey has been doing gratitudes, by the way. He says,
2: Oh, I love gratitudes.
0: He says, I appreciate being wined and dined. I appreciate restaurant lifestyle, perfect eyesight, clarity, an interdependent and interesting relationship. Hanging out, swapping stories, conversation, gardens, green tea, strawberries, marmalade, working in the sun, and being fun, free, and social.
2: Hmm, I like all of those. Good list. I especially like the uh, clear eyesight because I need some of that.
0: Yeah, you'll need both. I like that though.
2: <laughs> I don't wear glasses on camera, but I can't see when I'm not on camera. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm only—I can only see you because you're right here. <laughs> if you're I was excited. a little further back. I, I forget which one's which.
0: Nearsighted is where you see easily up close, far sighted, okay. easily far away.
2: Oh, I thought it was the opposite. Yes, I'm nearsighted.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Except for me, it's here. But other than that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is actually
0: quite valuable under certain circumstances, but we'll save that for another day.
2: Yeah, I'm nearsighted with night blindness, so that's also fun.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't have that, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since I'm yeah, a driver. Don't
2: ask me to drive at night. It's, yeah. it's, okay. We ain't getting there. <laughs>
0: Don't go out anyway, so it doesn't matter.
2: No, especially not at night.
0: (laughs) All right. So despite the fact that we had nothing to talk about, we actually went overtime. That was pretty good. Yeah. Thanks again. Looking forward to talking to you and Dan when we have Dan back on Tuesday. Have a great Mm -hmm. weekend.
1: Have a good time with
0: Kenny with whatever you're doing. Are you doing anything special over the holiday?
2: Uh, well, his birthday's on Sunday, so we will be having a great time then. His mother's birthday's today, so we're actually going to go get some ice cream.
0: Very nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, happy birthday all around. Love it. All right. Well, then, thanks again. Thanks, Jeffrey, for all the live streaming. God, you took over the live stream and just knocked it out of the park. We love that. Thank you all to all of our, <laughs> our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.